Hello world, welcome to the Crooked Crown Podcast. I'm your host, Lamar, where this podcast is about people who carry the weight of their own crown, a podcast dedicated to mental health and personal growth, where I want to inspire and uplift people while practicing self-care. We are all on a path to becoming a better version of ourselves. How's everyone doing? <laughs> um, today, I did find a quote that resonated um it's more stating self-care is limiting limiting your engagement with anyone who has mismanaged their access to you and to be honest this is forever (laughs) uh, a message because we should have limit uh we should never limit we should have limitations and boundaries of who have crossed us. It's up to you to allow them back in, but then at the same time, it's okay not to speak to them anymore, depending on who it is, or just have certain access, but that's on you. So I just wanted to see how everyone is doing. Um, this is Labor Day weekend, and I hope everyone is at least doing something that they love and enjoy. And this topic is going to be about a guide for dipping into your savings. And I've been getting, I've been helping a few people who ask me about, you know, like what, you know, we've always talking about savings, but what happens if you dip into your savings account? And I am number one with that right now. And I'll tell you the story more towards the end, but One of the best money strategies that you can have is tucking away savings that are sufficient to cover three to six months worth of expenses, coupled with long-term savings for your retirement or your goals. But what happens if you're confronting an emergency and need to dip into your savings? Here's what you need to know about dipping into your savings and ways to minimize the negative consequences of doing so. When you might need to dip into your savings. There may be various times when you need to dip into your savings, such as the unexpected event arises, such as, you know, when you need to repair something in your home or, you know, your vehicle, when you have expenses that were not covered by your insurance, and when you have an urgent or unavoidable financial need. Certain events might also trigger the need to dip into certain to your savings, such as you suffered from a job loss, this pandemic, um, your income suddenly dropped, you know, certain, you know, because of the pandemic, some people either lost their job or, you know, their hours got cut. And the last one is you may have become disabled. You can dip into your savings when you have met a financial goal and need to use the funds to recover the expense, such as a down payment on a house. But I'm going to give you the strategies to dip into your savings. It is typically better if for you to dip into your savings to account for unexpected expenses rather than using credit since the interest you will lose on your savings would typically pale in comparison to the interest your credit card company will charge you. However... You also want to maintain savings so that you do not wind up taking on debt. Some strategies to dip into your savings include a strange approach. 
if you have some unexpected expenses that you need to cover, you might need to take out just enough funds to cover these expenses in a way that does not jeopardize your long-term saving goals. Consider withdrawing savings in the following order of priority. Number one is emergency funds, general savings, investment account, and retirement savings. It is important that you repay your savings as soon as possible after tapping into your account so that you do not lose the benefits of compound interest and so that you can avoid taking on debt. Another one is a little over time. In some stances, you may have an ongoing need for more money than your current income cannot provide. For example, if you recently lost your job, you might need to transfer funds from your savings to your checkings account to cover your ordinary bills and expenses. This type of situation, you might need to set up automatic transfers from your savings. Once your financial situation stabilizes, you can take strides to reimburse the funds into your savings account. The last one is one large withdrawal. In other situations, you may need to take one-time large withdrawal from your savings, such as if you're making a large purchase, like buying a car or putting down a payment on a house, a strategy that you use depends on the type of expense that you would need to cover the, the need to cover and the consequences of dipping into your savings. So there are consequences of dipping into your savings depending on what savings and there may be a number of consequences that you may be confronted by dipping into your savings that you may need to consider carefully taxes and penalties you may have to pay taxes or penalties depending on what type of withdrawal you make for your savings you may charge a fee for the transaction or for making too much transfers for example in the u.s Early withdrawals from your 401k or IRA can result in the assessment of ordinary income taxes and a 10% penalty. Note that there are no exceptions for this, such as if you suffered a disability, if you suffered disability or a job loss. So check with your accountant or your financial advisor first. Also, there may be occasional times where you can withdraw from your retirement accounts without penalty. For example, during the COVID break. The United States passed the CARES Act, which contained a provision for people to take out an emergency expense from their retirement account without penalty. It is important that you understand the specific rules related to your account and the potential penalties and the ways to avoid them. For example, in Great Britain, you can make withdrawals from your SIPP account once you reach the age of 55, and the first 25% you withdraw is not taxed. However, if you withdraw before this age, you may incur an early withdrawal penalty as long as along with a massive tax rate of 55% on that amount you took out for your account. Another consequence is loss of compound interest. Your savings can earn an additional income. More money you have on your account, the more interest you stand to gain. Your interest adds to the principal, and you earn income on this on the income that you save. However, once you withdraw funds, you lose the benefit of the compound interest. Last but not least is loss of safety net. If you raid your emergency funds, you can also lose the safety net and be vulnerable to financial distress if you do not quickly reestablish their savings. In conclusion, your savings are there for you when you need them. However, be sure that you carefully consider the potential consequence of tapping into your savings, whether you need to make adjustment for your budget to avoid the need to raid your savings in the future. 
For me, I dipped into my savings this week because I went to the doctor. I went to see the podiatrist and I had problems with just walking every day. I normally walk, you know, every day or every other day, like six to eight miles. But um, in August, I barely walked because it my soles and my feet were hurting. So when I got checked out on Monday, he gave me a shot to make the pain go away although it numbed me for a solid 12 hours he did one foot at a time he did one foot on monday and he did the other one the the left he did the left on monday he did the right on friday and i was thought i only had to pay um my copay however he insisted that I get a custom foot orthodontics, which is $500, and that was really unexpected. So I just dipped into my savings, and I had to pay. I paid half um, half on Monday and uh, the, the second half on Friday. And so what I'm going to try to do my best is just try to, like, put it back as soon as possible, even, like, within a month. Even if it's, like, for the next five months, like, put 100 or maybe more. But depending on circumstances, because I know I have, as starting after Labor Day, I have to go back into work at least once a week. And I'm going to really try my best to walk to work and walk back. And from, let me just, like, Google. Let me see how many. So when I look at the calculations, it's six miles. And to be honest, I do that um every other day to be honest it's just normally I take a break but it's I'm capable of walking six miles to and back it's just more of uh thank god I have a break so I'll probably get to work if I leave at like 6 30 in the morning I'll probably get there at 8 30 hopefully a little earlier but if push comes to shove that's how I'll get to work because I refuse to take a train and I'm not driving so yeah that's just that's gonna be my workout um but for right now my feet is doing okay and it takes three weeks for the orthodontics to come in which means I have to get new shoes because I have to wear that every day but for right now the shot that I received from the doctor on both of my foot is doing well um but it's just more of you just never know about when you're gonna actually need it and i'm just grateful that i had it so i hope everyone is enjoying their labor day weekend and take care of yourself and you'll hear from me soon